I don't think I've said this publicly, but I do not think Joe Biden has a chance of winning re-election. And I say that primarily because of his age. I think the next president is going to be Ron DeSantis. Um, protecting the bees, you listed that in your book. I don't think I've ever heard a politician talk about that. Why should we care about the bees? And what's the bill about? Give your best pitch. I know it's a very esoteric little policy no, no, issue, it's but not. it was very interesting. No, it's not. The truth is bees are probably the most important species on Earth. If bees disappeared tomorrow, 30% of the food that you are going to the grocery store or have in your kitchen would be gone, 30%. -hmm. And we could then, for example, almonds, right? All those almonds, they need to be pollinated, right? Bees do that work. How much do you think an almond would cost if you had to manually pollinate every single part of an almond tree, right? Mm So 30% directly come from bees and other pollinators, but mainly bees. And altogether, like 60 plus percent is either directly or indirectly related to bees, right? Bees are being threatened by a lot of things. I think they may even be threatened by electromagnetic frequencies, maybe even 5G. They're definitely threatened by, you know, pesticides and things that are in our environment that chemical companies, I don't think, have proven to be safe for bees. So there was a piece of legislation, uh, the American Pollinators Act, to protect bees and to make sure that they are not poisoned. Right? These are important things. We don't talk about them, but we'd be talking about them a lot if bees continued to die off. And there is, there are lots of problems with pollinators and other species that are part of this fabric of environment, our ecosystem, that is really hard to replace. Okay, I wanna go back to something you said, you mentioned 5G. What's your, where were you going with that on bees? You wanna dive a little bit deeper into that? I think when people hear about 5G, it's always associated with anti-vaxxers and like I got chipped. What would that, what in relation to you're talking about with the bees and your concern, maybe kind of illuminate a little bit there. <laughs> so, um, by the way, I got vaccinated. I think there are issues with vaccines, um, but I I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'd love to see people be encouraged to take vitamin D. What issues? I'm curious. I'd I'd love to see people be told and suggested to take vitamin D, which we know has prophylactic effect on all viruses. Tony Fauci even said that. Um, I'd like people to eat better because we know that 78% of people who got really sick or died from COVID were overweight. I'd like people to exercise more and increase their immune system. But yeah, I think vaccines are are valuable. Um, do we want to give them to six-month-old kids? I don't know. That's a tricky thing. Um, does Was COVID caused by 5G? No. But I can tell you, I am electromagnetically sensitive. If you called me on my cell phone, and I put it up to my head, especially if I was in a car, and a car is a microwave oven because it's all metal, and I talked to you for 30 or 45 seconds, I would have a splitting headache like I was just hit in the head with an ice pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Electromagnetic frequencies do have an impact on the subtle bodies, right? We know about chakras. Every chakra has a different vibrational frequency, and we have subtle bodies that are part of our aura. That's a real thing. And electromagnetic frequencies affect that. 
some people more than others. And I do believe that 5G needs to be tested because we're now going to be putting towers every 200 feet, which means every single house in America is going to be inundated with these electromagnetic frequencies. And if you don't think they're powerful, you ever made a phone call in an elevator and it's still going through? Think about that. Yeah. Think about it. You're going through the walls of the elevator. You're going past steel beams and wood and concrete and whatever, and you're going out to a cell tower that might be a mile away. And you're putting that up to your head for hours a day? I, I, I think we need to be a little more studious about these things that impact your body. So, okay. does that help? Interesting, interesting. We're covering well, a lot of ground it does here, help. Yeah, I, I was, We are. I love to go all over the place. I'm a little bit of a politics yeah. junkie, if you can't tell. So. No, I like it. It's when they emailed your... me and said I want to interview, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's transition a little bit more from talking about why people should be interested in 5G and specific issues and go fast forward to 2024. Let's say Biden doesn't run for president. Who would you think is the best option on the Democrat side to run for president? And then what messaging would you advise them with? Since you're like a communications expert, what would you say should be their message? Okay, so um, I, I, I don't think I've said this publicly, but I do not think Joe Biden has a chance of winning re-election. And I say that primarily because of his age. I think he's actually a great president in many ways. I think he doesn't inspire confidence because of the way he walks. He's always messing up stuff and whatever. But I love the Supreme Court justice he nominated, for example. I love his cabinet, like Pete Buttigieg for transportation and, you know, who he has for the EPA. And and I... So he's done a great, a bunch of wonderful things. He is not responsible for inflation. He is not responsible for the gas prices, right? I mean, so a lot of people are blaming him for things that he can't, he can't fix, but he doesn't inspire confidence. And we look at, it's a human trait to want the leader of your tribe to be strong, and he doesn't look strong, and he's going to look less strong in 2024 than he looks now. So I think he's done politically. Um, and okay. I, I don't think that Kamala Harris has yet. I, she lives in my neighborhood. I, I, I like her. I think she's very talented in many ways. I don't think she has proven that she has the maturity or the gravitas to be the commander-in-chief of the United States of America yet. She might be able to. So I don't think she's going to be the next person. I think the next president is going to be Ron DeSantis. Really? You think he's going to win? You think he'll... Who would you put up against him on the Democrat side? Who would be their best option? I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, nobody, really. You don't know? No, you don't I, have a tough one? Well, I've, there are a couple of options, right? I, I, I mean, I love Elizabeth Warren, but I think she's old. I love Bernie Sanders. I th- honestly think Bernie may be the best shot because even though he's the same age as Biden, he's he's an he's an Ashkenazi Jew, and he seems not to be aging very much. You know, um, I like Tim Ryan uh, potentially. I think Tim has mainstream moderate appeal uh, to independents and Republicans. If he wins the Senate seat, and Tim is a a dear friend of mine. 
I think Gavin Newsom from California um, is a very attractive candidate. Um, I, I mean, Klobuchar, maybe. I mean, it's tough. We don't have a magic bullet, but I think Ron DeSantis is playing Donald Trump purpose per perfectly. I don't think Donald Trump, I hope he wins the nomination because I think it's impossible for him because his mainstream appeal has eroded, right? He's still very strong within the Republican Party. So he might win the nomination, but I don't think he can beat any Democrat. But I think Ron DeSantis has it all figured out. He's a super smart guy. He's very strategic. And um, I think Ron DeSantis will be the nominee. I think he will pick someone like Nikki Haley so that you have an ethnic woman who's also on the ticket, which would make this you know, middle-aged white guy more acceptable to a whole bunch of other people. And so it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, but right now, I'm focused on 2022. Why? Because we may never have another chance ever in our lifetimes to pass the kind of legislation we've been talking about. We have, we have two, we're on the two-yard line. We only have two yards to go, and we have the ball. If Ron DeSantis becomes president in 2024, we won't have the ball for four years. Sorry to use a football so metaphor <laughs> for a bunch of women, but I'm sure you guys understand. Do you think there's a possibility of a third party rising up in this country, of dissatisfied I, Americans from both the left and the right? Anybody who is in favor, no. and I feel very strongly about and I ran for Congress on the Green Party a long time ago, um, I, but it's the Green Party that's destroyed America. If it wasn't for Ralph Nader in 2000, um, Al Gore would have been president and everything would have been different, right? Uh, the, anyone who is in favor of a third party, in my opinion, I'm sorry to be strong here, doesn't understand politics. They do not understand American politics. Okay. Third parties, five parties, 10 parties, that works to some degree in other countries. It will not work here because you're gonna take away from the party that has a chance of having a majority, right? So when people say that they're for a third party and let's say they're progressives, they don't understand that virtually everything that progressives want, everything that Bernie people want has already passed the House of Representatives with every single Democrat voting for it everything you want is being represented by voted for introduced by democrats we don't need a third party what we need is to get rid of the filibuster and to get more of those democrats that are in the house in the senate to overcome the republican obstructionism in the senate that's what we need it's not that we need a third party we need more Democrats. I never know. I never know how I feel. I love the idea of a third party, but I worry about that too, especially in national elections. Like it's just going to peel away. Well, if we have ranked choice voting, which is starting to be a thing, then that becomes less damaging. But again, Ralph Nader got over 90,000 votes in Florida. People who would vote for a Green Party candidate, if, they, if there wasn't a Green Party candidate on the ballot, would more likely than not have voted for Al Gore, right? You're not going to vote for mm -hmm. an anti-environmentalist if you were otherwise voting for Ralph Nader. Al Gore lost by 537 votes 
while over 90,000 votes went to Ralph Nader. You do the math. If you like this, then be sure to check out the rest of the interview with Richard Green right here on Ladies Love Politics.